<laughs> the broadcast, the biggest podcast in Vancouver, pretty much. We participate in light misandry. Get out of here with that <laughs> sexism. All of our societal structures are designed in ways to inherently prejudice women. I don't like to be bamboozled. Hi, Georgia. It's Troy Stetcher here. Thank you for labeling me the short king. Vic actually just got the sweatshirt that says Mock Girl Summer. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. I'm having a lot of fun. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Broadcast. It's Georgia here. I'm hosting this week, and I'm joined by Mallory and Sam. And we are coming to you on a different day than normal to give you our playoff previews and predictions because the playoffs start tomorrow. The season is over unless you are uh, Winnipeg and Seattle who are playing <laughs> a meaningless game today. Uh, but yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through Eastern Conference matchups and then Western Conference matchups, and we'll give you our predictions. And then at the end, I think we'll do kind of a big prediction of who we think is going to win the cup for each of us. So without further ado, we'll dive in. I'll go first. Florida versus Washington, the first series uh, in the Eastern Conference. So Florida obviously won the President's Trophy. Congrats to them. Uh, Washington, I mean, the thing is, like, people always say when you're the last-seeded team in the playoffs, like, they snuck in. They didn't sneak in because the Eastern Conference sucks, but they are obviously (laughs) the the eighth seed, (laughs) or however you want to call it now with the kind of new uh they're the second wild, wild card, card. Yeah. whatever um so during the season the panthers and washington played each other three times the panthers won that uh won them season matchup and they're all high scoring games which is kind of uh became the norm across the nhl this season anyway but uh they were like five four four three and five four games so that's good um goaltending <laughs> Not great in this series, particularly on the Washington end. So I think you can predict some potentially high-scoring games happening. Um, Florida, obviously, stacked team. Very good. Their second line is almost entirely comprised of 30-goal scorers. That's obviously very good. Washington, they still have some good depth, but like matching up against Florida, they're not as good. Obviously, like I said, the big thing is going to be the goaltending matchup, but there are like Florida's going to win. They're going to win unless something crazy happens, like absolutely nuts happens. Um, Florida will win the series probably, I would say, in five or fewer games, <laughs> um, five or four games. But the only kind of one, the, I guess the kind of big thing that's against Florida right now is that Aaron Eckblad has been out since March and there's kind of no clear timeline on when he's coming back. So he's obviously a massive part of their defense and kind of waiting to see. Yeah, but they've been doing goes. fine without him. For they've been doing fine year. without him. And like, yeah, it's, that's like, I mean, it's, he's obviously a big player to lose, but because they're so kind of stacked it. It's not the end of the world. They obviously still won the President's Trophy. Um, it would be a big deal if Florida won. They haven't won a playoff round in a long time. Um, the Caps have also lost the in the first round in the last three straight years, so they're kind of in their usual spot. But, yeah, I guess – I don't know about you guys. My prediction is Florida and – I'll be nice to the Caps and say Florida and five. <laughs> but, like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the Cavs can sneak out maybe like a game or two, but yeah, Florida in five. Sam? Yeah. I'm going to say Florida in five as well. Yeah. I think that one's pretty, I, cause I don't think, it's not like I don't think Washington's going to put up a fight. It's more just that like they'll score goals and like whatever, but I just don't yeah. think that it's, that it'll work out in the end. So yeah. That's Florida versus Washington. Um, next series, Toronto versus Tampa. Okay. Well, like Toronto finally got to escape their like losing haunting specter of play- facing Boston all the time to face the two time defending champions. So I don't know, is that like a win for them? But they've had an absurd season. Like every time you do, I do like really, I mean, I don't like Leafs fans, obviously, but I do love them for their unwavering statement that this year is going to be different every single year. They're like this year though, this is the best team we've put together and it's all going to be different. And I mean, like hope being the thing that kills you. We know that very well, but in the regular season, it's been evenly split. They've met four times and split those I mean their whole thing is on paper the Leafs are the better team they had like their best season in years and all of this and obviously the Lightning um losing like Yoni Gord who was a big part of their uh set of like destruction over the past two years losing him is definitely a big thing but that doesn't mean they're not as good um the whole thing, I guess, is really just performing in games that matter. And I, I still, though, think it's going to be Bolts and seven. I, I don't mm-hmm. think the Leafs can get it done. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely going long. Like, I don't think it's, this isn't going to be a, this will be a long series. And yeah, uh, it'll be heavily. I mean, all the eyes will be on it. It'll be a very interesting series because obviously the Leafs are incredibly good this year. Like the Matthews and Marner duos, absurd, but I don't know. And goaltending, like it always comes down to... It always does come down to... It really does always come down to goaltending. So that's kind of... Also, like John Cooper's a really good coach and... The coaching really like it always matters, but like especially in the playoffs when you're dealing with matchups and like having to adjust like on the fly in the playoffs, like he's really good at doing that as he's obviously proven. Um Sheldon Keith still kind of in his more learning phase, I guess you could argue. Yeah. Um, so that's that's also like a thing that you have to take into account. And yeah, I don't know. I would <laughs> I, I just, I can't, it's just the Leafs. So you, it's, they'll lose. It's hard. It's seven. really hard to say, like, even like, it's very much on paper, like every single thing, like is in their favor. It's just that whole thing of they haven't performed in the past. And like, the thing is that Tampa Bay has very much so mm-hmm. much experience winning playoff series like they've won Mm -hmm. 16 straight playoff series they've been doing great wait 
eight, eight straight. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But it's also, yeah, you're right. And then it's also, um, but then I guess you could also argue, okay, so they've also had to play like really extended season. So like, are they exhausted? Are they kind of like over it? Like, obviously we've discussed this when the Canucks beat St. Louis in the bubble. It was like, they don't want to be there. (laughs) So you never know. But it also would be, I don't know, it's the idea of Tampa winning again is that could be interesting and like a motivation for them. But yeah, I don't know. Sam, so what do you think? Of Tampa winning. I'm, I know. I'm so sick of Tampa winning. If I have to see Alex Kalorin at one more celebration, I am going to like quit this sport. I know, but would you rather have that or the Leafs win? I don't think that I would actually have, like- rather have the Leafs win at this point. Oh, I don't think the Bolts have longevity in the, no. like, no, I don't think I'm just saying that they're going to win this first series. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's very fair. That's fair. Um, okay. Next, uh, Carolina, Boston. That's me. Um, this is, I find deeply funny because obviously like Georgia said, the Leafs weren't able to avoid Boston, but this is now Frederick Anderson unable to avoid Boston, but also (laughs) Carolina unable to avoid Boston. Um, Carolina has lost to the Bruins, I think two times in the last three years. Um, But they are going into this series, I think as like the heavy, heavy favorites, obviously they were first Mm -hmm. in their division and Boston was the wild card. Um, I think the Bruins are just like hanging on for dear life. I feel like we've been talking about the Bruins for like 15 straight years. Mm-hmm. And if you think I'm sick of Tampa, I am deeply, deeply sick of talking about the Boston Bruins. Um, I am enjoying watching them get older and older and members of that 2011 <laughs> team just retiring slowly. And I would be very, very happy and unsurprised, I think, to see the Hurricanes beat Boston except that that would mean that Tony D'Angelo would win a series and I don't know how I feel about that so this is um this is probably like the worst vibes of the first round I think like too deeply unlikable oh easily this is the worst vibes yeah also yeah how many tweets will Brad Marchand send I mean the answer is zero because he will have his phone confiscated but like Yeah. <laughs> he just hates Carolina. It's so funny. Which is very funny. Um, my other question is how many times is Rod Brindamore gonna get fined? Oh yeah. For complaining about the refs because I think it's gonna be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a lot. Yeah. Because obviously and he's given up at least 50k. Oh, for sure. I hope it's like a rage-filled press conference i'm ready for it that's that's like the only joy i will take out of this series how so how long do you think like obviously i think it's gonna be a long i i think it's gonna be a longer series i don't think the bruins have any business being in it but i think they just have a lot of luck and a lot of support from the league so (laughs) i think it'll go to six and i think it will be really physical and i hope they kind of like wear each other out yeah, but I, I think, think Carolina. Yeah. I think Carolina in six. Yeah, that's where I was gonna go with it, probably too. Yeah, Mel. Yeah, I feel like that's that's good. Yeah, I hope they just like beat each other up until 
we don't have to see much of either of them. Yeah, very fair. Okay, last but not least, uh, New York Rangers versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, I mean, speaking of people that we've been talking about for 15 years, um, <laughs> it is like very much like the youth versus experience situation, which I guess is also the thing with the Leafs in um, Tampa. But like the whole thing is that they're still going on now that core from their dynasty that was like eight years ago like no right? longer longer I don't know it like feels like we're always talking about the penguins and like they keep showing up in the playoffs and they keep somehow winning games um but the big thing I mean as normal like our entire refrain is about goaltending and Tristan Jerry's out with a broken foot. Also Tristan Jerry who completely shit the bed against the Islanders last year. So really we don't know how that would be, but also uh, Shesterkin has been lights out all season mm-hmm. for the Rangers and they have Panarin. They have Kreider. They have Adam Fox. Like they have all of these people. And also Tyler Mott should be getting better and being able to play maybe at the half of the series who knows um in the regular season it was 3-1 of their matchups uh for the rangers and so it's just like going to be kind of interesting but i do think that it should be rangers in six probably i have like no reading on this series i like i don't think i've watched a single game of the Rangers or the Penguins or of either? <laughs> of either team. I don't even think I watched the Canucks play them. This yeah, I tend to not really watch um, the Penguins unless they're playing the Flyers. So, and I hadn't yeah. been watching them because I didn't obviously want to see that happen. Um, but so I haven't seen the Penguins much this year. Like I would obviously but assume that the Rangers would win, but like, I don't, I don't know how close the series would yeah. be or like anything. We were so close to having the most perfect matchups or not so close, but we could have had the most perfect matchups in the Eastern conference. If uh, Pittsburgh and Washington swapped (laughs) because then we would have had the Rangers versus Washington, which have been so good. Obviously we saw Ovechkin (laughs) haunting (laughs) Madison square garden, which is so fun. Um, And then Florida would have played Pittsburgh, which would have meant we would play Crosby again. And that would have been so good. It's true. Um, And then Toronto and Tampa, obviously good. And then Carolina, Boston, obviously good. So we could have gotten that, but we don't, we don't have it down. So we (laughs) sad days, Sam, do you have any thoughts about your Pittsburgh? I just want all the good things for Tyler Mott. So by default, I will have to cheer for them. Fair, fair. Okay, that's the East. Um, let's move on to the West. Uh, Colorado, Nashville. Um, this is my dream matchup, guys. I have <laughs> I literally been waiting for this matchup for years. I think this is easily the best storyline of of the first round. Like, not only is Nashville supposed to suck, but managed to put together an incredible season. Um, Roman Yossi is having like an all-time great defensive season. But I don't know how you can do better than Matt Duchesne getting traded mid-game <laughs> because he wanted to play in the playoffs. And now 
he's playing the team that traded from whom he demanded that trade. I just think the Matt Duchesne Colorado storyline is so good. And like part of the reason, actually most of the reason Colorado is so good is because of that trade. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love the drama of it. And I have no faith that the NHL is going to manage to market that storyline at all. (laughs) Like there are so many things they could be doing with it. And I think it's going to be, the most disappointing <laughs> narrative yeah, of all probably. time. Probably. Um, I think the crazy thing is I think Nashville actually won their regular season series. Hmm. Um, they also won their last game. So that's like a fun twist because Colorado is on paper and in theory so much better than them, but they've given them a hard time all season. It's going to really depend on, I think, UC Saros. Is he still injured? He got injured in the last game. Yeah, right? he got injured in the last game. But I wouldn't be surprised if he like magically came back. Mm. But if yeah, they not to make everything about the Canucks always, but um, <laughs> we did just learn today that Demko Demko had been playing hurt for the past like month, mm-hmm. and which is nuts. Which is nuts. So, and he had nothing on the line. He could have just been like, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm sure that. Saros will return. Yeah. Because goalies are insane and people love playing her in the playoffs. I think the other interesting storyline will be whether or not Nazem Kadri can make it through an entire round without getting suspended. Yeah. Uh, also had like an outrageously good season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Ball from the athletic did like a pretty interesting article on him and how he's like a new player since he left Toronto. And the best part about it was Ashley Kadri throwing so much shade at Toronto. Um, but I think it's time to see whether or not he makes more stupid decisions or if he actually is just the player he was in the regular season and was, mm-hmm. is just like smart and dominant. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a really interesting series. Um, I hope Matt Duchesne loses. I think Matt Duchesne will lose. And I think it will be deeply, deeply funny if and when he loses. I think you want him to lose on home ice, or do you want him to lose in Colorado? I want him to lose in Colorado. Colorado. I want him to lose in Colorado in Game Five, and I want Ballerina to just be like massively Bronx during Matt Deshane. That is my dream. I think it will be so funny. That will be a win for everyone. Yeah, I think so. That's my prediction: Colorado in five. Yeah, that's, that's pretty fair. Like, obviously it depends on, greatly depends on UC Saros, but I mean, Nashville just fucking imploded against the Arizona Coyotes. So that was so funny. They had a four, nothing lead. (laughs) Like the Yotes were doing their farewell for their Glendale arena. They had to go out with a win. So, I mean, kind of related people were like, oh, like the e-bug situation shouldn't be deciding playoff brackets. It's like, sorry, Nashville blew it. It's yeah. Fine. That's don't worry about it. That's not on the e-bug ditch. That's on Nashville. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would see Colorado in five. Um, if SARS is playing, I would say maybe six, just, just for fun. Mal. Yeah, that sounds good. I believe you. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, okay, next series, Calgary versus Dallas. So as just mentioned, um, Dallas got the wild card, <laughs> got the first spot wild card because um, 
Nashville fucking imploded. And then also they, they did beat Anaheim who had to put an e-bug in, uh, who is a, he's also blind in one eye. Who's blind in one eye. Um, and so, yeah, they, they got into the first wild card. So they're playing the flames. Um, it also kind of sucks because Tyler Sagan apparently bought Bieber tickets um, thinking they were going to play Colorado and then learned he had to go to Calgary. So he can't go to Bieber. I mean, I don't feel bad for him, but that's really fucking funny. <laughs> um, it also does bring him closer to Zobin geographically. <laughs> she loves going to Flames games. That's I true. Know. So she also was posting some video of her boyfriend getting the shit kicked out of him in a fight the other day. It was very strange. Anyway, we don't need to talk about Zobin. Um, okay, so obviously Calgary's like much better. Um, and they're going to, they're going to win the series. Um, they, they won the season series against, um, Dallas and they, they outshot them like on average by like more than 10 shots in those games. So they're very good. Um, actually what's interesting is Markstrom didn't play well against Dallas this season. That's the only kind of, again, like thorn in the side that could like potentially be something um he got pulled from one of the games and he has like an he had like an 878 save percentage and a three 33 goals against average um I think he only played two games against them so that's kind of interesting obviously Jacob Markstrom very good goalie I don't think it's going to be a problem also Dallas is the only playoff team with a negative goal differential not great guys (laughs) um even the Canucks were in the plus so that's obviously not great um i'm saying i'm saying calgary in in f- five six five you know calgary in five um yeah i just don't don't have faith in dallas Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe it'll be interesting, more interesting. Yeah, series. I hope Jason Robertson does some cool stuff. And then I just I did not wins. realize that he scored 40 goals this season. Until He's someone so good. Tweeted about He's it. incredible. I, like, I love fuck? him. No, I knew he was good, but I was like, holy shit. I mean, scoring in the NHL is up anyway. So I think there's more um, like goal scorers anyway, like higher goal scorers anyway. But I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, good for him. Um, oh yeah, like Chris Kreider scored 52 goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking batshit. Oh, well. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on this series? It's still technically, uh, as, as Mel pointed out, we wanted the Battle of the Yeehaw, and this is still technically. Literally, she was complaining. She was like, oh, no, we won't get the Yeehaw. It's Texas. <laughs> Texas is I ultimate know, Yeehaw. But Nashville is that- more like, I don't know, gives me more Yeehaw vibes than like Dallas does. Have you been to either? No, but I just, cause that, like, that's what I'm talking about. My perception of them. Cause Your when I think of Dallas, okay. I just think of the massive airport. <laughs> okay. That's all fair. But about. Texas, no, Texas is real. Texas like is I know, I know Texas is, but like Dallas, I think of as No, like, I think that Texas is very similar to Calgary, like vibes wise. Interesting. Also, cause like the thing is that they have like the same politically, kind of, like, probably similar. Yeah. Politically similar oil money, similar. Mm-hmm. all of that whereas like nashville's True. more like yeehaw like 
both part country, of states country that music vibes. want to secede potentially. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So yeah. Um, yeah. What do you guys think about who's going to win or how long the series is going to go? Um, yeah, I'm going flames in five. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a closet flames fan, but I am a Matthew Kachuk fan. So I want all the best for him. I also um, like, I feel like and also Johnny really Drone fun in the playoffs. That. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so. Sean Monahan's injured, so that's a downside for the flames. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to go one up and say, I think the flames sweep Dallas. <laughs> That's fair. I hope the flames sweep Dallas. I think that would be really funny. Um, I think it'd be hilarious to be paying Jamie Ben $9.5 million for the next few years for him to suck as hard as he does. And, um, yeah, I wish him nothing but the worst. Very fair. Um, maybe then, uh, Sagan can find Bieber on his tour somewhere. Yeah, exactly. On the road. Have more free time. Yeah. Okay. Next, Minnesota, St. Louis. Um, okay. This is like actually going to be a really good series. Um, they're big rivals in the central division, but in the regular season, like the blues have had like Minnesota's number essentially. And like, it's been three Oh, all times they've played. Um, it's going to be a lot of offense from people you've literally never heard of just because they're not Canadian teams and also like East coast bias situation. These are two teams that that people forget about. Let's be honest. People forget about them. Um, But they haven't, the blues like have a new goalie. They're not throwing out Bennington anymore. Really. Um, They're using uh, Huso or whatever his name is. That is his name. I don't know why I said whatever his name is. Um, but he also like lacks like playoff experience. But like Bennington was kind of like he had like his one run and then he's kind of fallen off really. Um, and then you have the Mark Andre Fleury Cam Talbot pairing in Minnesota. Um Matsugarello has been out at the kind of end of the season with an injury, but he could be coming back. But he's part of the giant like juggernaut of wild offense which obviously is uh Kaprizov um Kevin Fiala has been doing really well Ryan Hartman's been doing really well uh Joel Erickson Eck has been fucking incredible already on <laughs> um, they have a grief line which I think is really funny um but it's with two e's not an i because it's Greenway uh Erickson Eck and then Fulino. Aww. It's been really good. And then also uh, Jared Spurgeon, who we love. But the Blues have Buchnevich, which they got from the Rangers over the summer, who's been crazy. And then Robert Thomas. He's been smooth. Um, <laughs> I hope so. Um, but anyway, Jason I hope is obviously Lewis. always incredible. I hope St. Louis plays Calgary in the playoffs at some point so that um, Keith Kachuk has to choose his own. That's true. He is, Robert Thomas is a Kachuk child. Adopted. But child. I think it's going to be wild in seven, but it is going to be really back and forth series. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I really, I'm really excited team. for it. I know that the wild is your new playoff I need team. Them to win. I think it's going to be really good. <laughs> I actually think that series will be quite fun. 
um yeah it'll be quite good um and yeah go wild I think you it'll think go seven probably seven yeah yeah I think seven yeah and you think the wild will pull it out I think the wild will pull it out I think it'll be like it'll I honestly could see Marc-Andre Fleury just being like doing one of those weird things where he's just like fucking all over the place but is really good <laughs> it'll be like a really weird decision of making the goaltending decisions on Talbot versus Flurry. I think that mm-hmm. yeah um, that'll also be like interesting to watch beyond actually watching the games you know mm-hmm. like what their decision making is yeah so yeah interesting yeah battle of the midwest kind of yeah I guess yeah that is <laughs> um okay Missouri and then the upper midwest yeah yeah uh okay last but not least Edmonton versus LA so um the Oilers finished second in the Pacific um they're five points up on the Kings uh and they won the season series which is not entirely shocking um the LA storyline is kind of fun obviously they they weren't the expected team, I guess, to make it out of the Pacific, but the Pacific's a clusterfuck and shit happens all the time. Um, Oilers had a weird we year. Said, I think we said in our we did review that they were dark horse. We did. We said they'd Cinderella themselves in. It was very fun. Congratulations very to us. <laughs> um, Oilers had a weird year. They had a strong start, and then they had like that middle stretch where. Uh, Dave Tippett got fired. Uh, <laughs> shit was hitting the fan like crazy. People, jerseys were on the ice, I think, also uh, in Edmonton, if I believe correctly. Um, they hired their new coach. I think his name is Jay Woodcroft. If it's not, sorry. I think that's his name. Um, and they got significantly better down the stretch. Um, I mean, Mike Smith went 9-0-0 in April. So congrats to him. Um, their kind of, their one issue is Darnell Nurse missed the last four games with an injury. So obviously you'll see if he comes back for the playoffs or if he's out, like that's obviously significant to their defense. LA have trouble finishing, but they do have good, they're, they're good defensively for the most part. They do have Edler and Stetcher, which yeah. Can you name actually single... like the thing is that that's not really great. I mean, like I love them, but I don't know really if that's much in their favor. Yeah. Also, Edler missed like significant time with a broken foot, so he's he's actually like, kind of like rested, which is which is good. Um, because he's geriatric. They're fo- so Dowdy's injured, um, and then four of their starting defensemen. This will be their first playoff game that they're ever playing. Um, so that will obviously be interesting. The, if, if LA can eke this out, it will be because of Phil Deneau and Anzhe Kopitar winning their matchups against, obviously, Dreisaitl and McDavid. That will be significantly important. Deneau, obviously, last year played incredibly well uh, as a shutdown forward and was part of one of the, like, was one of the reasons why Montreal made it. to the final. So that's significant. And then if Kopitar can do the same, that's very important. Um, Jonathan Quick will probably be starting. 
Um, and then this is also Justin Brown's last playoffs. He like announced that he was retiring. Um, RIP Nicole Brown. Actually, I shouldn't say that because they're because of the actual Nicole Brown. Yeah, the actual um, Nicole Brown. The actual Nicole Brown. Um, <laughs> no, thinking of you, Nicole Brown, an icon on Hockey Wives. Um, how will she cope with this news? <laughs> Who knows? Um, what is interesting about the series is that uh, Jay Woodcroft was Todd McCollum's assistant coach in San Jose and in Edmonton. Um, and so it's kind of like student versus teacher situation going on. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think that'll be like, obviously one of the storylines that's pushed. Um, and then most significantly, like one of the most significant discrepancies between the teams is that the Oilers have the third ranked power play and the Kings have the 27th. So obviously, as we said, finishing, not great. Um, so don't take penalties against the Oilers. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I think this will be, ah, <laughs> I actually don't know for this series. Yeah, I want to really say hard. Oilers in six, just because I, just cause for Troy Stetra, I just like, and Alex, I'm like, I want them to win a couple games. I don't think, I don't think they'll pull it off. Like dry settle and McDavid are just too, too good. And then obviously like. Mike Smith has been playing well. Like obviously, he's been playing him so well over play the past well. month. So despite being yeah. himself. Yeah. So if he maintains that, then like that's good for him. But yeah, that's what I, that's my prediction. I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah, I'm thinking Edmonton in seven, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. They always seem to find a way to like. Yeah, they do weird shit really do horribly so but I think they'll pull it out there are so many like good possible outcomes from this like first of all Leon Dreisaitl being like I would want to play us in the playoffs like if they lose that would be deeply funny but then if they win and like Calgary wins the battle of Alberta second round would also be deeply funny like there's just Mm -hmm. there's so many good possibilities here yeah Um, I think I think Edmonton in six I have no reason for that. Just, I'm just giving LA the two game buffer because Edmonton likes to fuck around in the playoffs and also like, yeah. Yeah. I could see LA like winning. The thing is like, I don't, yeah. Mm, I don't know if LA would win on the road. That's the issue. The thing is that I literally just said Edmonton is seven and I'm like, but also I also feel like Edmonton could sweep. Like that's how much I I really don't know what's this is how fucked the Pacific Conference is or Pacific yeah, Division exactly. is. Like, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, actually. Okay, so that's everyone. That concludes each of the matchups. Um, who do you guys think? Should we do who do we think is going to be in the final or who do we think is going to win the cup? Let's do finals. Mal. Who's going to face off okay. in the Stanley Cup final? Panthers. Hmm? And Colorado. Okay. Sam. And that's, what I feel like, a very safe bet. <laughs> that is the safest bet. <laughs> it's the safest They're bet. They're the two top teams <laughs> in each conference. I really thought about it, though. <laughs> 
<laughs> you were like, it looked like you were soul searching for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was really soul searching because you know I don't like was, Colorado. <laughs> that was going to be what I said as well. And I know it's a safe bet, but it's a safe bet because it's the most reasonable. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say actually, Calgary. Actually, no, I take it back. Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, I should technically say Minnesota because I've adopted them as my team, but I'm going to say Calgary is going to come out of the West and (sighs) and Tampa. Really? Wow. Let's have that matchup again. So okay. it gets replayed and we can all relive the Jerome Ginla, Vincent LeCavalier situation of old. Just for fun. I'm just trying to be like different so that we're not all just saying Florida. I went different. <laughs> I changed it. Florida and Minnesota. Can't wait for that to happen. They'll get fucking swept in the finals. Okay. No faith. Any other thoughts on the playoffs this year? Any other fun storylines or potential I mean there's a fucking lot of games that are going to be happening in the next few days I don't really yeah it's a lot yeah I gotta I gotta figure out my schedule (laughs) Hmm. okay um let's do three stars of the week and then we'll go um Mal who's your star of the week okay we should have done this last week, but since we're, it's fine because not much time has passed anyway. And he's still, po- um, he's still posting, so. He's still posting. He's still having the time of his life. I love him. Hector Bellerin, he is a fashion icon. He is incredible. I love him more than anything. He is on loan from Arsenal to uh, Betis. I never know how to say this. Shit. I never know how to pronounce it. It's, it's his Real hometown team. Beatties. It's his hometown team, and they just won Copa del Rey, which is the like Spanish league um, championship, and his hometown team. And it's so sweet. And they won on penalties. Um, they're in. It's like around the Sevilla area, and he is having times life. He looks great. Um, all of his little looks. He's wearing his. Jersey tucked in for KT in honor of him. I love him. I mean, so he's much. actually just doing it for fashion reasons because um, he's incredible. So but I love him so much. Um, also, he's on like the cover of some fashion magazine as well, just like happened to because he's incredible. He has a little mullet and he has his mustache and he is the coolest guy of all time. And he is who Austin Matthews wishes he could be. Like, and who Harry Styles wishes he could be. That's what I Harry said. Styles, who everyone wishes they could be. Like the only other person, actually, I did look this up because I was like, oh my God, they're both like athlete vegans. This is incredible that are fashion killers. And yes, Lewis Hamilton and Hector Bellerin have met <gasps> and chatted because we thought that Lewis was an Arsenal fan, but we're concerned. We're concerned because he m- might be trying to buy Chelsea, but yeah, he might have betrayed us. He might have betrayed um, us. Oh, well. I love Hector so much. Actually, I remember talking when we were talking to Roman Yossi, we were talking about how much we loved Hector Bellerin to him and we were talking about where he was getting traded and he was yeah. like is he your favorite player and we were like no we just love him <laughs> we just love him he's an icon he like stood up for women's reproductive rights which yeah he will make him forever incredible. my love and then he's also just like the coolest person 
Um, shout out to Grania, who also <laughs> loves Hector Bellerin. <laughs> Every time, like I see something. Yeah. Anyway, she always comments. Anyway, um, Sam, who's your star for this week? Um, my star for the week is actually Roman Yossi, friend of the podcast. Uh, because he finished the season with 96 points, which is insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. I think he's the first defenseman since Phil Housley to do it. Um, That's fucking kind of sad. He fell short of a hundred, but he yeah. got pretty, pretty close. And yeah, I think he had an insane season and I love him. Yeah. Very fair. Um, my story week is the sad ones. Brock Besser. Um, if anyone watched the, the Canucks did their like season ending avails today and um Brock was like emotional from the beginning and then uh Ben Kuzma asked him about his off-ice stuff and then about his dad and I think you know people have rightfully like, pointed out that some of those questions probably could have not happened um he's getting blasted yeah he's getting absolutely blasted I think the issue was like so Brock came into the press conference he was he was already emotional and then he just kind of pushed a little bit at it and that just was like completely unnecessary. And he like broke down and he revealed that his dad who has been sick for a long time. I think he's had Parkinson's and he's had cancer, I believe. Um, but he now has uh, early onset dementia, but it's been really bad. And obviously Brock's been away. Um, and I can't, I, like, I can't even imagine. And he's also like, he's had a really, really tough time. Um, you know, just his, yeah, his whole situation. So I couldn't imagine like showing up and playing hockey, um, while dealing with that kind of stuff. Um, like my grandma has dementia and my mom has been dealing with it and it's just like horrifying. So, um, yeah, I couldn't imagine being like, Oh, I gotta go play a game. <laughs> um, so yeah, start of the week, my start of the week, Brock Besser. Um, it's obviously going back to Minnesota and best wishes to him and his family um pretty tough pretty tough okay that's our episode for week for this week thank you for listening um we'll join you yes next week um where we we will discuss what's gone on in the playoffs um you can subscribe to the pod leave us a review give us five stars contact us on twitter and instagram at broadcast pod um yeah thanks for listening we will see you next time Bye. Bye.